So is it the last chance saloon or is it the best way to sell property? This week we talk about the auction process. I'm Jonathan Williams. You're listening to the Bricks and Mortar podcast and that's a podcast about property. If you've got an interest in property, buying, selling, renting or investing in property, then I'm sure there'll be something in the next 20, 30 minutes or so that'll float your boat and light your candle. Yeah, we're going to talk about auction today. Ever been to an auction? I tell you what, you don't want to get carried away. It's your money, remember. We'll talk about that in a little while. Just back from Kintyre with the rest of the mob. Kids are on the fortnight's holiday. God, when I was back at school, you were lucky to get, I think, two days off in the October break. Now they've got away for two weeks. I just can't quite believe it. They're only just back at school and then they're off in another jaunt. So we had a super time down there. Got brushed off the clubs and uh, had a fair few games of golf down on the Kintar Peninsula. We've got a place down in Makrahanish and uh, managed to whack the ball round in four rounds. And that was great. I'll tell you a bit more about the videos that we've created in connection with the mortgage process at the end. But listen, let's get cracking. It's going to be a short, sharp show, and it's all about the auction. Have you ever watched Homes Under the Hammer? Have you watched it closely? They always seem to come out smelling of roses, don't they? It's not always the case, I'm afraid. Having spent 20 odd years as a residential conveyancing solicitor, I've come across my fair share of disasters when we talk about the auction. But listen, it's not all doom and gloom. There are some good stories out there. But what you've got to make sure and do is do your due diligence. I'm going to give you three tips in this week's episode that will hopefully allow you to traverse and get round the horror stories that sometimes befall clients when they buy at an auction. Is it the last chance saloon or is it the best way to sell a property? I think the jury is still out as far as that's concerned. Listen, let's get started. Let's talk about three of the best tips. The first one and probably the most important is that once you're in the auction, for goodness sake, don't get carried away. It's very, very easy to look at a property and get carried away and spend two, three, four, five grand more than you were expecting. You need to go into that auction and you need to set your upper limit. You need to do that because if you don't do that, you will get carried away and you'll end up going out of the auction thinking, what the hell have I bought? And the other thing to remember is there'll be another auction two, three, four weeks down the line. So if you are unsuccessful in connection with that auction, just wait. Wait until the next auction. 
I'll tell you a story, not about a property auction, but about just a standard auction. I think I was two or three years out of university and I went to this auction and I ended up, I can't remember what I was going to go and buy, but I ended coming away with this canteen of cutlery, which I spent about 120 quid on, and it was made of brass. And I don't think we even used the bloody stuff. And I thought to myself, every time I looked at this canteen of cutlery, I just thought, what an utter clown. And I vowed never again to fall into um, the issues that surround the auction. But please don't get carried away. Set a budget and make sure you stick to that budget. There'll be another one just like a cab or a bus. There'll be another one around. Next thing, second tip is all about finance. Make sure you've got your finance all sorted out. Don't wait until the gavel falls because when the gavel falls, you'll have 28 days to pay over the money. You'll have to pay a 10% deposit before you leave the place. That means you've got to try and find 90%. There is no point in starting to look for the finance after you've bought the property. Okay, you need to be thinking about getting your mortgage in place before then. A decision in principle is something that I can help you with. But for goodness sake, make sure that you get that sorted out. For a lot of people, they'll go to the auction with cash. That's to say they don't have a property to sell and they've got the money in the bank. I mean, that's probably the safest way of buying a property. But, you know, not everybody has got that amount of money. You know, it's a cheap way to buy property. But as I say, you can very easily chew up a lot of that money in getting carried away. But get your finances sorted out. The third thing I want to tell you about is do your due diligence. You have an opportunity of instructing your solicitor before the date of the auction do that get in touch with your solicitor make sure that your solicitor has an opportunity of examining the title deeds for a lot of people and what you need to understand is that for a lot of people selling a property at auction is the last chance saloon they've tried to sell it on the open market and for whatever reason nobody has decided to buy it. And there are quite a few properties that I've come across across, that the seller is hoping that the purchaser doesn't bother to do the due diligence and sells a pup, or rather buys a pup. You've got to be very, very careful because ultimately once that gavel goes down, once you pay your 10 10% deposit you can't turn round and moan that you don't have a proper title to the property to the seller because that's not the rules of the game so be aware and make sure that you do your due diligence get your solicitor involved visit the property as well make sure it exists make sure that there's not some geographical reason 
why the property's not being sold. And what you also need to go about doing is making sure that you understand are you going to flip this property or is this going to be a long-term hold for you? You need to know what your strategy is. Going back to doing your due diligence and instructing your solicitor, just make sure that all the bits and pieces as far as the legal documentation is concerned, make sure that all those bits and pieces are in place. And if there are pieces that are missing in that jigsaw, that, for me, would start ringing alarm bells. It may well be that the seller is trying to hide something from you. Don't be fooled. As I say, what you always need to be aware of is that if it's too cheap, it's too cheap for a reason. I think you always have to expect the worst when you're buying a property at an auction. As I say, it's not all doom and gloom and I've certainly come across my fair share of absolute fantastic bargains. What I would say is that you probably need to look at something out of town if you're going to get a bargain. But again, it's all about due diligence, understanding why the seller is marketing the property. Speak to the estate agent, speak to the seller if you can, get an insight, try and get an understanding as to why the seller has put it to auction. And secondly, what I would suggest is look at new build. I think that structurally, new build as long as it's an NHBC builder you should be fine and the other thing about new build is that you're probably going to get a good title because if it's a if it's a flat and a block the chances are well pretty much all the other flats will have been bought won't they so you've got to suspect that this one of the solicitors has done the job properly So it's not all doom and gloom, but there are some nightmares. Let me tell you about a couple. I once acted for a woman who was in London and bought the property online. She was one of the telephone callers who made the bid, never seen the property, no due diligence, phones me up after the auction and says, I've bought this property for eight grand in Port Glasgow. So there are two humdingers first of all Port Glasgow and secondly eight grand and what happened was that the property had had a compulsory purchase order placed on it and the property was worth about six grand so she paid a deposit and just like buying a new a new car as soon as she took ownership she was going to lose money the next thing you need to watch out about and it's happened on numerous occasions for me, is the good old factors bill. The seller does a scarper, leaves the factors bill, and potentially you're going to end up on the hook for the notice of potential liabilities. So again, be very, very careful when you're buying a flat at an auction and do your due diligence. Make sure that you have got all the bases covered as far as the outstanding costs are concerned. Thirdly, again, we're talking about outstanding costs. Just make sure that 
all the utility bills have been paid for. That's pretty important. You need to understand, I think, also that it could well be that the address has been blackballed because the person hasn't paid any of the outstanding services. So again, I think eyes wide open, you need to always be aware that if you're buying a property that has been repossessed and is going out for auction, that you've really got to expect the worst. Don't let that put you off. You know, there are some bargains out there. And just in recapping, what I would say to you is, don't get carried away at the auction. Get your finances sorted out. And due diligence. Eyes wide open. Make sure that you speak to your solicitor. Get the solicitor to examine the title. And make sure you don't buy a pub. Okay, that was the auction side of things. I think next week what we're going to do is uh, delve into the mortgage side of things for you. Um, Just before I talk about what we're going to do next week, just a a quick reminder that the three videos are now up on the YouTube channel. I've not really spoken about the YouTube channel before. So I've been working over the last two weeks or so on the YouTube channel and we've got three videos up there dealing with the mortgage process. Uh, First one is about affordability, second about the decision in principle, and then finally we talk a little bit about the application. Trying to get some traction on the uh, the podcast and on the YouTube channel and then drive that towards the podcast and also the Bricks and Mortar podcast, that's the website. Next week I think we're going to do something on the credit report and the credit score. It is absolutely vital that if you're instructing a broker to organise your mortgage that you do get your Equifax Experian report or Noddle report which will give an indication and a breakdown of what your credit liability is and what your credit score is. It really is one of the most important things when we are discussing and arranging mortgage mortgages for the clients. So as far as the social medias are concerned, yep, we've got the YouTube channel there. We've got Twitter. I'm trying to get a lot more people to join the Twitter side of things. You can join me on the Twitters at jwilliams underscore bb. That's jwilliams underscore bb. What I'm trying to do is tweet three or four times a day with various tips and tricks as far as buying property and organising mortgages are concerned. You can still email me, Jonathan Williams at the Bricks and Mortar, uh, sorry, Jonathan Williams at Begley Brown. .co.uk that's Jonathan Williams at begleybrown.co.uk and I think I'm just going to wrap it up there just back from Kintyre um, had a week off there and back to the coalface just to see how things are going do get in touch we'll be with you next week it's the Bricks and Mortar podcast taking a sideways look at property property